basically. Let's go around the horn, and I'll assume if you give me a go, you've got no instrumentation problems. Booster? Go flight. Retro? Go flight. Fighter? Go flight. Control? Telcom? Go. TNC? Econ? Capcom? Go. Surgeon? Go. OMP? Go. AFC? RAO? Go. Network? Go. You got everything up? Hello, I'm Ian Christie, and this is Terranauts. Actually, it's just a very quick announcement about Terranauts rather than a full episode. I wanted to take just a couple of minutes of your time to wrap up Season 4 and to give you a quick update on the podcast. As is normal on Terranauts, I'm planning to take a little break producing new episodes over the summer, but I did want to let you know that Terranauts will be back for a fifth season in the fall. In Season 4, we spent most of our time following the Gemini program. When the season started, NASA and the Gemini team were settling into what they hoped would be their routine for finally flying missions. They were coming off the highlight of Ed White's stunning spacewalk on Gemini 4. As we thought, saw, though, as is usual in the space program, getting to orbit is really only the start of the adventure. To me, one of the real themes of this season, and I guess a theme of this podcast uh, as it is emerging overall, is that going to space has not been, and um, probably never will be, just an exercise in careful analysis, planning, and then execution of those plans. Going to space has always been, and probably always will be, an exercise in adapting to events as they occur, of learning to see when life and uh, space is giving you lemons and figuring out how to make lemonade out of them. Of course, this was most obviously exemplified over the last season by the Gemini 76 mission, which was truly an impressive example of real-time refusal to admit defeat, of how NASA engineers, technicians, astronauts, and managers refused literally to take no for an answer and used their prodigious experience and skill, but also their creativity and adaptability, to actually achieve more than they set out to do, despite encountering what should have been, and could easily have been, insurmountable obstacles. The important thing to realize is that while the whole dual flight at the end of 1965 was emblematic of that attitude, uh, of continually finding ways to engineer solutions to new problems that life and circumstance put in their way, It was by no means the only example. In fact, when you peel back the cover, you find large and small examples of that attitude pervading the entire Gemini program throughout its entire existence. And believe me, we're not done yet. As we'll see in Season 5, Gemini will continue to provide ample opportunities for its engineers, managers, and astronauts to endure, adapt, and overcome. And that, I'm becoming more and more convinced, is actually the main legacy of the Gemini program. Through the lens of history, I think the Gemini program has kind of acquired the reputation for being, I don't know, an uninteresting interlude between Mercury and Apollo, of kind of being a a training exercise for the big show, or maybe even worse, a bit of a make-work project while Apollo was getting itself sorted out. And this is, of course, untrue and massively unfair. The Gemini program was always intended to be an essential progression from those early tentative steps to put a human in space for a few brief minutes to learning how to send humans to visit, quite literally, another world and return safely. 
And while we talked a lot this season about the technical lessons that NASA and its engineers and astronauts needed to learn to make that transition, I'm more convinced than ever that what Gemini really taught NASA was how to be a space agency, how to design, develop, build, test, launch, and operate vehicles that leave the planet, and how to do it successfully, and how to do it consistently. The biggest thing that NASA learned at all levels was that there was a lot more to that than simply exceptional engineering and planning. It also required an attitude, the ability to see the real problems as they emerged, and to embrace solving them with creativity and passion, as well as with great technical skill. It was that attitude, that culture, that was really Gemini's gift to Apollo and, and to NASA. So next season, we're going to continue to look at how the Gemini program finished its flight program and how that process provided ample opportunities to express that attitude and that culture. But we will find, as the Gemini program did, that once Gemini really got up a full head of steam, it was actually almost immediately time for the party to end. I mean, the Gemini flight program really was very brief. And so, dear listener, in Season 5, we will finally embark on our own journey that will not only take us off the planet, but to another world and back. Yes, next season, I expect that we will start following the journey of the Apollo program. And if it seemed like there was a surprising amount of stuff to talk about with Gemini on the way to orbit and beyond, well, I'm pretty sure that there's even more hidden treasure to find walking the path that Apollo followed. In fact, I'm hoping to spend much of my time off this summer finding some of those hidden gems. So I really hope that you've been enjoying the journey so far, and that you will join me as it continues in Season 5. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you again soon. Come on, let's keep the chatter down.